you're looking for one of the most beautiful and playable custom acoustics on the planet, look no further than Ed Rice at Toeir Guitars. Ed is a true artist, transforming exotic woods into magnificent, sweet-sounding instruments. Go to toeirguitars.us, that's T-O-I-R-G-U-I-T-A-R-S.us, and contact Ed today. Hey everybody, Brad and I want to say thank you for listening and thank you for the support. Please continue to listen and share this podcast on all platforms that you can. And if you'd like to support us monthly, we're set up now where you can go to anchor.fm slash Recording, hit the support button, 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99 per month. Any amount would be greatly appreciated. Now back to the podcast. Top Hill Recording Podcast, episode 98. What's up, Neil? What's up, man? Another night, man. Another great guest. A lot of great guests. A lot of great guests. Our biggest number, of largest number of great guests. So welcome, Kiana and the Sun Kings. Thank you. Thank you for having us. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody put up their hand. No, that was a test. Good good job, you guys. (laughs) You set us up. (laughs) So, Neil, you brought us a bottle, man. Yeah, man. Uh, What do we got? Sazerac Rye in there? Yeah. And uh, so far, so good. I kind of started early. Not you. I did. Well, cheers. <laughs> cheers, you guys. Thank cheers, you all for man. coming up. Cheers. This is going to be awesome. Cheers, yeah. cheers, cheers. So this this was actually a gift. And you're telling me this is uh, pretty hard to get now? Uh, yeah, it's not everywhere. Okay. I don't see it all the time, so. Well, yeah. it's good. <laughs> it's pretty good. Rye. It's good. I like, I like rye bread, so. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't like rye bread. Exact same thing. How do you Great like rye whiskey? King. This is more nutritious. <laughs> it will keep you alive. Yeah. yeah. See? <laughs> yep. Since we have seven of you guys out there, why don't you go around and introduce yourselves and let our listeners know who we have at the table. If you've uh, been here before, tell us what episode number. And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Put on don't the do pressure that. right there. Don't do that. <laughs> I would, you could say any episode number. I'd be like, yep, that's, yep. that must be the one. If you if you say it with confidence, we'll I will agree. I remember yeah. 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 <laughs> we dubbed in right numbers. Don't you be looking it up over there, you cheater. caught. Study before. No, if you know me, then I never study before. I'm always like, you know, hey, what you got on number three? <laughs> well, I guess I'll start then. Uh, I'm Trevin. Uh, Trevin Little. I play saxophones, plural. Uh, and I was on this podcast before uh, with Casey Powell Music. Right on. Yeah, yeah. and I don't while. know the number. I'm sorry. Yeah, neither, <laughs> neither do we. But it's good to see you again, bro. Likewise, good to be here. Um, I'm Philip Bullock. I play uh, bass for, well, obviously, Keon and the Sun Kings. I have not been here before. Uh, very exciting. Uh, very honored for you to have me on. Everybody would remember that voice, man. That, yeah. that, that is a radio voice. That is, he plays baby. bass. He, he plays bass. bass. And he, <laughs> he's just bass. Everything I do. <laughs> Has face in it. <laughs> he might get mad at me, but we do call him Philip Big Boom Bullock. Ooh, oh, Big Boom. We're working on a trademark. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? My name is Matt McKay. And, uh, <laughs> Podcaster. No, nah, nah, I, like I play the flute. Uh, not plural, like Trev, just one flute. Uh, he just got off tour with the Island Boys. Yeah. Oh, come on. Hey, All that, right, man. Congratulations <laughs> on nah, that. Not, <laughs> nah, but I'm, I'm happy to be here. Awesome, man. Yep. Hey, you. Glad you're here. Right on. I'm Harris. I play guitar for the band. And uh, I'm a virgin here. And honestly, I'm a podcast virgin. So. <laughs> oh, all right. We're happy oh, to get oh, 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 This is wonderful. <laughs> you know. And he's dying to curse. Yeah, that cherry, We'll get you a stress <laughs> ball next time, Kiana. He wanted, he wanted to make sure he got an E on this podcast. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys. Uh, I'm Fiona Polensky. I play drums for Kiana and the Sun Kings. And, uh, and have the coolest name. Oh. 
Thank yeah, you. It's, it's a good true. One. one time, somebody told me. So my name, my name is Fiona Jacqueline Polensky. What? Somebody was like, cooler. "That's such an ethnic name." <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Like, no. But thank you. Those are yeah. Those are usually the com the comments that I get on my name. That is either like, cool or some weird comment. I thought <laughs> it was like like uh, Kennedy Onassis. It's fun to say. Any any three names that roll good together, you're yeah. either it's really elegant or you assassinated somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I Harvey, do Harvey Lee. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm telling you, man. I do think of Mike Wazowski every time. Mike no, Wazowski. No, Polinski. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's Polish. <laughs> I'm not Polish. You're not? No, I'm a uh, Czech. That's the oh. that's the origin. There we go. The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Kiana Dell. I'm the lead vocalist of Kiana and the Sun Kings and your local band mom. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Welcome. And I am Ray Keys, and I play piano for or keyboards for Keanu and the Sun Kings, and then I have my own group as well. Um, yeah, and welcome back. Yeah, yeah. I was welcome. on here with Trevin with and Casey Powell. Yeah. Casey Powell Music. Yes, glad to yeah. be back. Yeah, man, that was a fun night. If I remember correctly, the bottle was Knob Creek. Oh, like an elephant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what number was that? <laughs> what episode? Number <laughs> elephant that? never forgets. Yeah. What's convenient? <laughs> Did we finish the bottle? Uh, no, no, not, quite. not yet. Not we, that uh, one. We tried. Oh, okay. We gave it hell, but I don't think we did. <laughs> We're definitely going to finish yeah, that this one's, bottle. Yeah, uh, that one's going to... Matter of fact, when we have seven, I drink faster so I can get the second drink in. <laughs> hey, Neil, we got a couple spare bottles okay, over here. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I would imagine that you guys are pretty stocked. You got one in the chamber, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, you know, what we really need is a bourbon sponsor. <laughs> that Nobody, can be sponsor Top Hill Podcast. <laughs> I mean, Nobody listens to the. They're not listening to us when it's like, hey, give us some bourbon sponsors. They're, they're like, no, you idiots keep buying it. We're, you're good. <laughs> yeah, they do have you by the short hairs there. <laughs> <laughs> they got us. <laughs> so you guys have a lot of purple on in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Prince was all of our collective uncles. <laughs> <laughs> from all different sides, though. Not from the same side. Very prolific. Seven if you know different I mean. sides. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I imagine Prince did well. <laughs> <laughs> we like to stay coordinated. I was front row for two Erica Badu shows. She's mm. a huge influence of mine personally and ours musically. And I was really inspired by her dressing her band in uh, similar colors. So, although we don't have the budget, so it's a little different for us. <laughs> Sponsor, Kim, One day we will. Kings. But yeah, we like to stay, you know, cute, coordinated, personalized. You know, it's aesthetically so pleasing. Not not to look at you all right now, but to see that on stage. Oh, what not, are you saying? Wow. Huh? Well, all right, this has been <laughs> fun, guys. Thank you. What's wrong with us now? Yeah, We're going right. to head out. Not right. right now. I thought right. I did a good job on my he eyeliner He loves the purple shirt. You I complimented think, my I think voice. I, I think I might be blushing right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Why didn't you, you just say I love amazing. the purple shirts, but you guys are ugly? Well, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm, I'm staring at their faces. It's too intimate to be like, y'all look beautiful. What I mean is it's aesthetically pleasing to see coordination on stage, not only right, musically, right. but to the to put the secondary thought into, hey, let's all look, have a certain look or a vibe. or hang, That's actually a huge... Hang on, Neil, man. What? I mean, we started this podcast with like a... A special start we've never had before with this group. So I think you can tell them they're beautiful. You are beautiful. <laughs> you guys are beautiful. I'll take that to the main Now we're blushing. You. You, know, uh, <laughs> you know I meant that. You tell me that too many times. I'm not hold going on, anywhere. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I need to do my re. I need to start reset. Yeah. Do my breath. You what need to re ground. Don't give it away. Okay. I'm back. You gotta I'm believe it. All right. Did you catch that? No. Oh. <laughs> Should have no, let him believe you. That's okay. Oh, here's how I always clean Just it up. Just use the tail of your purple shirt. Oh, yeah. No, don't, no, 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 do that. You're going to be on video, man. <laughs> that is true. That's how I do it right there. Just throw that right there. Set it on there. We can cut this out. You can put take this out. Oh, post. yeah. Yeah. We're good. We're human. Now, that's right. Dude, that's right. Yeah. I, one out of every two episodes, I spill a Can bourbon. you guys Photoshop another shirt onto him? <laughs> <laughs> so go on a green shirt that can green oh, screen yeah, yeah, purple. Yeah, That's yeah. a good I'm idea. Gonna no, 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 no,
That's all I want to say. Anyway, I'm done with it. Trev, you ruined me, man. I have done nothing. <laughs> no, thank you. The coordination is important. It's those things that you don't notice. You're like, a show is really memorable. And you're not saying, that show is memorable because of how good their outfits looked. But when you think back on what inspired you and yeah. what felt so succinct and together about that, yeah. that, that helps. Definitely. You got to break it down. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's there's nothing weirder uh, to see like a band and one of the members dressed up oh as like, you know, rock starred out and then everybody else just I came normal. here from church. Yeah, <laughs> normal gear. And like, oh, this is have khaki a pants weird vibe, man. <laughs> yeah, I like the sweatpants. Yeah. Ooh, maybe that could be the next one. Mono neon territory at that point. And then you might have ended up on the other end of the spectrum at that point. Right. You know? That's high up. <laughs> all right, well, let's kick this off with a couple questions to Kiana. And we'll have all you guys join in. But Kiana, why don't you just start us off by taking us back to childhood, early memories. What's your earliest memories in music? And maybe at what point did you realize music was going to be a huge part of your life? Uh, my parents tell this story that I've been singing since before I could talk. Um, so it's kind of been um, put in my head from a very young age. My earliest memory is singing in church at maybe four. Um, I maybe knew two hymns, kind of but was so excited. Like, can I go on stage? Can I go on stage? Can I go on stage? And of course, like I'm four and they let me get up there and they thought it was the cutest thing, but it, it continued on until I started getting lessons at about seven. Okay. And then, and then so on. Jeez, that's an early start. Early, yeah. early start. Just yeah. Especially to start getting lessons at such a young age. So you really knew that's what you wanted to do. Yeah, I think or I had a love for it. Thought back on it a lot recently, um, but it's always, I think kids have phases, right? Like, I want to be a firefighter. I want to be a marine biologist. But I, ever since I can remember, people would ask, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I would say, I want to be a famous singer. <laughs> Your so, dad's a drummer, right? He is, yeah. So that probably got you a good head start, good kick in the, <laughs> into the door. Yeah, that's a, good, that's a good point as well. My dad always had instruments around the house. I remember particularly he had a Fender acoustic guitar and I remember taking it and I didn't know how to play any chords. I was just like strumming. I was like, dad, look, I wrote a song. And of course he was like, very good. Even though I wasn't really playing anything. But yeah, my parents were always super supportive. Um, and my dad competed. He um, played drums and then kind of played drum set casually. Um, my mom is always a hobby musician too. Anytime when I was learning piano, she was learning along with me. And I always heard her sing in church and things. So it was a really nice environment to be brought up in. I wonder I wonder if your dad, being a drummer, um, especially like the competition side of him, once he knew you had a talent, because at four, you know if a kid has can hear, can hear music oh, yeah, naturally, yeah. and especially if they can sing and carry a, t a, a tone. And by seven, you're probably all over the place singing. So I wonder if him um, having that background inspired him to go, look, she really has something. I'm going to get her trained early, um, get her in it, and then s let her see what happens. I think it did. Um, they, they knew when to tell me that something seemed like a whim and when they knew I was invested in something. Mm -hmm. I played the flute for like a year, and I remember getting a speech where they were like, you know, renting an instrument costs money, and if you want to <laughs> play this instrument, that is you know, but when it came to singing, it was never the same kind of like trepidation. They were always like, yes, we'll get you in the voice lessons, get you in the piano mm -hmm. lessons. Um, my parents helped facilitate some local um, performances. And by 13, I had signed up with a local performance troupe in my tiny, tiny town. So I was playing like um, county fairs and... What, what, what town is that? <laughs> Carrollton, Kentucky. Carrollton, Kentucky. Okay. Right. Carrollton. Carrollton. Right. From the valley. <laughs> so you started taking lessons at seven. At what point did you start singing for the public outside of church? Uh, I was 13. 13? Um, well, 12 technically. That's when I started my more formal training. Um, and so I was giving recitals and things at the end of each semester of my training. So 12, 13. And it sunk through high school and did it go with you into college or? Yes, actually. Um, I played trumpet in high school. That was my first introduction into jazz. Mm. 
Um, actually, just because I thought that I, an, an upperclassman was really cool and she played trumpet. <laughs> so, and I loved music anyway. So I was like, I want to play the trumpet just like she does. And so I, I started learning it and was actually really good. My band director was quite surprised at how quickly I picked it up. I played that for about six years. But once I got to college, I realized that the amount of dedication you need to play an instrument at the collegiate level is just... Uh, not what I wanted for the trumpet. Um, in high school, it, it demands a lot less of you, a lot less hours and things and 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 competition and time in the practice room. Mm-hmm. So I remember having this breakdown moment with my mentor in college. I was crying in his office and because it felt like my entire persona that I had built for myself for college was changing. Mm. And I told him I've always sang and I want to sing. And, and he was like, then you should sing. Sounds like, a, like okay. sounds like a sounds like a Disney movie. I'm gonna sing. Oh, I know. <laughs> I don't play the trumpet anymore. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know that you started university on trumpet. Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. I was I singing. Know. There you go. Casually, Somebody learns something but... about their bandmates on this podcast <laughs> every, time. every time. Here's to that. So <laughs> you had to have had singing had to help you pick up the trumpet. Tone wise, but the the mechanical, the movements and everything else, I'm sure it took a minute. But I, I would imagine having the voice that you do and the training that you had by that point. I wonder how much that would have translated to almost anything that you wanted to do. Yeah, it helped immensely. I, I was already having to do some ear training in my vocal lessons because mm-hmm. we were doing, um, you know, harmonizing and basic triads and things like that. Um, so that helped my ear a lot. The hardest part about the trumpet was the embouchure, getting them the mouth setting right. Mm. Um, and then when I got to college, I found out that I had been um, articulating the wrong way, like putting my tongue in the wrong part of my mouth. So I had to relearn oh, what I had gosh. just oh known for the past four years. So it was frustrating. But in terms of my ear and breathing, both of those are pretty similar across anything you're going to do musically with wind. So, do you ever just casually pick up the trumpet and just... <laughs> we try to get her to do this yes. all the time. Seriously, I'm, dude. I'm so particular. Because I used to be so good, I'm so particular about my sound now. I haven't played consistently in so long that I kind of sound like a middle schooler again. Lose so. the lips, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. The muscles. <laughs> is that what it is? That's, what, oh, that's right. I heard that getting go. braces helps reach them high notes on the trumpet. <laughs> getting really? braces. Yeah. What? You know who told wow. me that? Kevin's like, nah. Isaac Stevens. <laughs> Is that right? Isaac Stevens. He was man, definitely. Man. Give me those that braces that are going to let me hit that high C. <laughs> yeah, all night long, baby. I'm going to have a talk with Isaac Stevens next time I see him. I'll it like, changes. Braces change your embouchure, so maybe it changed his for the better. I think it, also, it also messes up your teeth, right? Yeah. It can like, I, no. I think he's going to listen to this podcast and say, I can't believe Fiona believe that. <laughs> I believed it. He, he sold it really well. <laughs> so, Kiana, why don't we move into, why don't you take us into where you met these guys? Yes. So I met um, the founding three members, Matt, Phil, and Harris at Bellarmine. We were studying together in um, jazz ensemble, and they played my senior recital. And our chemistry was so good that I looked at them one day and was like, do you all want to play some gigs? And of course, like college students, they were like, yes. <laughs> we get to make $50 for playing four hours? Of course we want to do that. I mean, we, we got to split that $50 between the four of us, but yeah. still. Luckily, luckily, it was 50 a piece. Okay? Okay. You know, I'm a good negotiator. Not quite that. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. And then um, I met Daquan... Also known as Ray Keys. Ray Keys. <laughs> <laughs> that, that it's okay. Yeah. I met Ray Keys. Uh, I think through a jazz jam, and or or maybe no. it was through Isaac. It was through Isaac. It was through yeah. Isaac. That's it. So we were looking for a new keys player, um, because ours was back and forth to Lexington a lot, and it was some you know scheduling issues. Um, so I, I asked Isaac and he was like, you should reach out to Ray Keys. And I was like, okay. It was really scary to reach out to somebody I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And we invited him to a Sun Kings rehearsal and just played some standards together. And it ended up working out. Mm-hmm. And then it was at a jazz jam that Ray said to me like, oh, you don't know Trevin? You gotta know Trevin. Ah. And so <laughs> that's how I met Trevin through jazz jam. Same with Fiona. The connection with the U of L uh, people, Isaac and Ray, really helped connect me with Fiona too. So um, out in the community, saw them playing, realized how great they were. And I was like, all right, we need to, we need to make some magic together. 
Mm. And when did the, all that solidify? When did the last piece come? Yona, I guess that was the last piece of the puzzle. Tell us about it, Fiona. uh, Summer of 2020. 2019. She went to. No, we were in the pandemic. It was was St. Louis. It was St. Louis in June of 2020. Wow. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's right. They just asked me to do. (laughs) I thought that I was subbing. (laughs) (laughs) And so, like, I learned all the the songs, and then we went to St. Louis for our for the first show that I played with them. We did a couple of rehearsals and then we went to St. Louis and uh, went there, drove back same day. And then Kiana was like, that's our drummer now. <laughs> You're didn't the band. Even ask. Yeah. No, I did. I think I remember being like, hey, did you want to keep playing or something? No, like, I don't remember you asking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I remember being really confused. I was like, wait, am I their drummer now? No, yeah. no, no. That's yeah. Yeah. I think I just kept hiring her, like kept asking yeah, her yeah. for gigs. Yeah, and yeah, and kept kept asking to practice. Hold on. Yeah. Do we want to make this official? No. <laughs> I've been Thank on you. a razor's edge. <laughs> this is really a big deal to us, but Fiona Polinski, will you be our drummer officially? Oh my God, I'm crying. <laughs> and she says no. I, no. I, I, no. I, I have to check my schedule. I've been waiting two years to say no. <laughs> but call Absolute me uh, next not. time y'all play. I want to play next time too. So let's call you on that too. Though. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, let's let our listeners hear a tune. Oh, yeah. Y'all do have music, Ooh, don't you? We really do. <laughs> so, yeah, we actually do have music. All right. What are we going to listen to, man? Oh, let's see. How about, why don't you tell us about Code? All right. You want to hear a little bit about it first? Or yeah. Hear the tune? Yeah. Tell us a little, tell us a little bit about Code. <laughs> Cold was... Yeah. So, I... Uh, I The way that we kind of write songs in the band, it's like someone will come, come up with a seed. Or something like that. We'll bring it into the band, and then we'll all collaborate to make to make it what it needs to be. And for Cold, I was the one who came up with the chords, but I didn't really have an idea for the melody or anything. So I brought it to all these folks, and a couple hours later, out came some out came some magic. Dude. Yeah, who came up with bow bow no 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 that? Yeah. It's always the flute. Yeah. It's always the flute. Yeah, yeah. In every single band, it's always the flute. Yeah. Yeah, we normally, um, if I have a set of chords, I'll have them just like play it over and over and over during a rehearsal or writing session. And I'm kind of writing lyrics. I'm like, all right. I'm always really nervous. I don't know why even at this point, but I'm always really nervous to like, okay, I'm just going to sing the melody that I have. And the one for for Cold kind of stuck. Um, and the lyrics are about like uh, like a toxic love. Right. Like, you know, my mother told me that we always want what we can't have. Um, So, yeah, it's like a little sinister, a little spicy. Um, And then we had Trevin write the horn parts. Trevin originally wasn't a stay in the band either. He was going to play one or two gigs with us. Um, Debut our originals, play the horn parts he wrote. It's a theme now. (laughs) (laughs) But him I actually did ask because he gelled with us. So I did. I have a message. I have a message for this one. I have proof. I I think I remembered questioning that for a little while. (laughs) Whether or not he was like, he's been around, but then there's been moments that he's not because how, you're how very many busy. You, guys, you have your own project. Yeah. But, yeah. How so, many of you guys can say you know that you're in the band? <laughs> they all know. I think there's only like, there's like yeah, Kiana I, and Matt actually, and Phil. Kiana didn't that. raise her hand. No, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all look at Kiana like, are we in the band? <laughs> so I brought you all here to tell you that you're all fired. <laughs> no, but it just so happens that I just found the musicians that were perfect for the chemistry of the group. Like the way that it felt when we played on stage. It was unmatched. It was absolutely unmatched. Yeah. We also, uh, we didn't want to tell you guys, but this was the purple shirt test. If you all didn't wear a purple shirt, you were going to be oh, fired. That was, man. we all set that up with Keanu Honestly, beforehand. yeah, I would have believed that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's why I wore purple pants because I was the, you know, I was the person who came up with the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> the purple shirt challenge. All right. All right, let's check out Cole. <laughs> What we can't have 
dynamics, man. There's so much dynamics. So, Kiana, I've got to say, I'm glad you quit the trumpet. Oh. <laughs> no that's, that's beautiful. It's, it Thank is beautiful. You. Thank you. Hey, we got her to play trumpet on one gig. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard you yeah. yet. It was good. <laughs> I've not heard you play trumpet yet. I've, I've got a trumpet in the basement. Uh-oh. Well, whip it out. I don't have a mouthpiece. We can't be sharing trumpets during COVID, bro. <laughs> that mouthpiece hasn't what? had any lips touch it for about 25 years. Oh, yeah. You don't Say want it's COVID free. It's, it's, uh, it's, no, it's uh, got COVID one. <laughs> <laughs> it's got the original shit. COVID light. <laughs> COVID light, yeah. So how many of you guys uh, went through Bellarmine's music program? Uh, I know four. me, uh, Matt, Phil, and Kiana. Just us four, yeah. And those uh, and you, Bell. those senior recitals are a pretty big deal, huh? Yes. Oh, yeah. Fiona and uh, Ray Keys went to UofL. I am the outlier. I went to Moorhead State. Uh, Go Eagles. Go Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> Go Cards. Moorhead. Go Cards. Cards. That's I'm with you. When did you guys record Code? November last of November. last year. 2020, yeah. yeah. No, two yeah. years ago. 2020. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was 2020. Oh, it was yeah, 2020. Yeah. We skip a year. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> we did, uh, I think, eight songs. Yeah, in two days. In two, so, so everything. Ten, ten songs. Yeah. Ten. yeah. yeah. So everything on the EP was recorded in two days? Yes. Plus, the, sec plus the next EP. Yeah. Come out. We did. You've already got another one ready? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's been in the chamber since November of 2020. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's coming really? soon. They're a continuation of the other. So that one is called Chrysalis. The one that you're hearing yes. from. The next one is called Monarch. So mm, I get it. I get it. It's a play on words. You get it. <laughs> Little rebirth action. Uh huh. So wow. So you all did uh, how many? So like twelve songs, ten songs. How many ten, songs? Ten. Yeah. ten songs, and then does that have more than five? But it has five in a live song on it. Is that what this? The Chrysalis. Yeah, I think it's it's six well, I think because the, we have a couple interludes. I think the, um, the is that what it is? Okay. With that, we did the single. Yes. For um, metamorphosis. Yeah, for metamorphosis. Yeah. And when we released that, we then were really racking our brains trying to figure out how to. Kiana, you really had a big thing on wanting to have symmetry between the EPs. Mm -hmm. We were really trying to figure out what to do because we had literally just released Chrysalis within the last couple months. Yeah. Then just kind of said. Eh, fuck it. We'll do the live one. Yeah. No, mm. fuck it. We'll do live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think it's five and five, right? Um, it'll be yeah, maybe it's either five or six. I, yeah. I, I forget what the interludes. I think it's six. It's six, yeah. yeah. That's what I think. We're doing six and six. Find out on the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Phil is right. Um, we had to do our single release for Metamorphosis virtually. We did a live recording at uh, Deadbird Studios. Shout out to Dave Chael. Whoop, whoop. Incredible. Um, and we took the recording we did of Metamorphosis at Deadbird and put it on Chrysalis. Since, okay. Yeah. It was a lively version. It was awesome. Mm -hmm. I, I, anytime you hear, you know, the crowd and the, yeah, the introduction yeah. and... Even you, the way you you bring it in with, you know, it just made it, gave it that energy. Thank you. Gave it some real cool energy. That is something that we truly pride ourselves on as a band is is bringing good energy to a performance. Yeah. It took a lot of work. And that one is live. But then um, Anything You Want was kind of faux live. Like yeah. we simulated a live audience for that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with, our, with our, we like did a, bunch of claps in a circle just in the studio. I'm giving up studio secrets now. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like we, we I think we cheered at one point. We were like, no, we, we, bust, we, we bust did. people in from Indianapolis is what we did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was cost a fortune. Yeah, it was uh, to the tune of $10,000. You too can sponsor a Sun King today for the <laughs> low price of 10 cents. For every like on this podcast, $1 is donated to the Sun King of your choice. We're not saying <laughs> that. Choose me, choose me, choose me, choose me. <laughs> <laughs> Promote this on Rainbow Records. <laughs> DMS. Um, so you guys recorded 10 songs in two days. How did these 10 songs come together? Like, Harris, you talked about the writing process a little bit for Code, but were these songs that you guys had in your back pocket, some of you, that you brought to the group, or was it something you did as a group writing, as a, as a collaborative group, or what did that look like? Uh, it's definitely a collaborative first kind of environment. Um... So, I guess, like, 
I guess I'm only speaking for me right now. The songs that I bring to the group, sometimes it's an idea that I may that I may have been sitting on for a couple months. Uh, something I've had in my back pocket, like you were saying, and I pull it out, and or maybe it's something like I'm scrolling through my phone, through my voice memos, and I click on this demo from eight months ago that I haven't listened to since I recorded it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, that's actually kind of a banger. So yeah. I decide, all right, let's bring this to the band and see where we can go with this. And like, I know that uh, a lot of the songs, like Daquan came up with the main chord structure from the start, or you know, of course, Kiana coming in with her songs and Fiona. The, the the sleeper Sun King. Oh yeah, <laughs> we need more Fiona songs. They're yeah, coming we got too in the works. Yeah, yeah, and they're good. But yeah, yeah, really good. both of the ones that I have given to y'all are unrecorded. So we we play one live and then one we're still working. Yeah, it's on. nearly done. Uh, for those I just like oh, same pretty much same process as Harris like voice memo and then I show it to them and then we just workshop it. Yeah. What? Uh, but uh, all right, Fiona, what do you um? Are you writing? How about, what are you writing? Are you writing on the drums? Are you writing on no, a I, piano I, I play, or guitar? I play a couple different instruments. I play piano, just just enough piano and guitar, just enough to be, know like the chords that I'm playing, and then also I sing over them and just sing whatever melody comes to mind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's she's being um, really. Um, you're downplaying yourself right now. She has an incredible ear when it yeah. comes to writing. Uh, Harmony and melody. Mm-hmm. She really does. Yeah, I mean, I've I've been I've been around the block a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've written some songs for nope. a well-known band called Quality Cable. <laughs> Bug on the wall is a banger. No need to be modest. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, piggybacking off of both of them, um, typically they are snippets of ideas. Sometimes I'll like sing a bass line into my phone, or maybe play it on the piano, or I'll have a fully fleshed-out melody, and I'll say. I have no idea what these chords sound like and they kind of listen to the melody over and over and we build. Um, Ray has come in with some fully developed ideas and we've kind of like Sun Kings crafted them but they've been like Ray's structure. All right. I got a question about that because, you know, Ray, you're, you, know, you had a song released Friday. Mm-hmm. So when you also have your own thing that you're doing, how do you separate what you're, what you want to keep and what you want to give away? I mean, that's, it's really song by song. So, like, sometimes we've had points in before, like, when we first all came together, I think at Jimmy Can't Dance, when it was Jimmy Can't Dance, your first gig was the one where we did all originals. Yes. Right? And so we wrote originals for that show. Yeah. And so that was where the main 10 came from, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, so, like, for... Wait, eight, hold on. It was eight, yeah. Where did eight, you... So, yeah, yeah, so yeah. you got a gig. It's like, all right, we got a gig in six weeks. We and then wrote songs. 10 songs. It was <laughs> way less yeah. than that. No, it wasn't. It was... We had two months. We had months. a while. Yeah. Had two months. Oh, really? Because oh. somebody was booking an originals night at what was Jimmy Can't Dance, and they reached out to us, and we had been, like throwing that idea around because the way we sort of got our name out there was playing standards. And then we had a regular Saturday night gig playing jazz standards at this spot called the Red Herring, RIP, the Red Herring. (laughs) Um, Great spot. But um, then we were like, oh, we really should write. We really should write. But all of our rehearsal time was going to making sure that we didn't sound like total jackasses when we were playing this music. So um, when we got the call for this originals night, I was like, you guys, we have to buckle down we're going to have two rehearsals a week, three hours of rehearsal. We're going to be writing. And then, so like, I think we spent the first night just, yeah, or the first oh, yeah. 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 Because I'm like, you didn't have to God go through all that. the early show. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. Yeah. So we went through a month solid of writing and then a month solid of two rehearsals a week, ref- refining the things that we had written. And after we had those initial demos, I sent those to Trevin and asked him if he wanted to write some horn parts on them. Um, and the rest is history. And that's when you adopted me. Yes. And that's when I adopted <laughs> Who was the drummer then? <laughs> Oh. We rotated. Um, so we were Zach rotated. The, the, it was this Zach. band has had many drummers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah That's we, why I was like, am I the drummer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was only we're because like final of tap. availability at that point. Like, <laughs> right, right, we, right. we really loved playing with Zach Kennedy. Zach Kennedy was in so many projects. And it was really, like, kind of who was available at the time. Right. So until we had a drummer that we were like, okay, Fiona is our drummer. We want Fiona. 
Um, it was kind of like our friends that we liked how they played and are they available for this gig? But uh, Zach Kennedy was there for a lot of the writing. So was um, Brennan Miller for a second. Yeah, we knew Zach. Yeah. Yeah, he's yep. so great. Yeah, Zach we love even him. On the, Little um, Angel. Shout out. Festy cool yeah. <laughs> Zach didn't need any help on the drums, did he? With the... No. Uh-uh. Yeah, shout out Small Time Napoleon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> well, let's listen to another tune. How, how about uh, Anything You Want? Yeah. That's what I Cute want. One. All right. Tell us about it. Oh, <laughs> Anything You Want was Ray's idea primarily. Mm-hmm. And we wrote it as sort of our like lighthearted or at least pop song. Once we started, straight pop song. Yeah. Once we started collaborating, we decided let's make it really lighthearted, our pop song, straightforward. And we were kind of like, whatever, this is our our easy song compared to the ones we're trying to make sound more like a Herbie Hancock inspired piece. But then it ended up being everybody's favorite song. That's always the case. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like if I didn't include it on a set list, somebody would come up to me without fail and say, man, I really wish you had played anything you want. Um, And I originally wrote the lyrics, honestly, kind of a throwaway. I was like, in a relationship, I thought I was going to marry this person. And I was like, let me just write some super cheesy, lovey-dovey lyrics. Um, And as that relationship ended and the song continued to develop and we made it into what it is, I've decided it was my love song to the band. Because we just... (laughs) She said that during a live show one time that my mom was at and my mom started crying. <laughs> it was like, that's the sweetest thing She's like, I really like this band. I really I hope y'all get to see it I hope they make her the drummer. hope they make her the real drummer. Love my mom. She's yeah. going to be listening to this. So like, <laughs> love her. Fiona's mom. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Yeah, we had just been through so much together and the constant that had gotten me through all of the tumultuous times that I wrote these songs about was this group. So yeah. it just made sense. Cool. Let's check it out. Beautiful. Anything you want in on bus but from uh, Indianapolis. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, $100 a, each. It's a fun song. It's a crowd pleaser, I think. Yeah. What are you doing over here, Nick? I'm posting on TikTok, <laughs> dude. I've never done it before. <laughs> I just done it on TikTok. There you go. He's a TikToker. TikTok is so fun. I love TikTok. We're making a TikTok soon. Yeah, we'll be We'll be on TikTok. We got a TikTok and I think we've got like that's fair. Well, one thing I don't think we've ever posted on it but there's like six six followers. That's ours and that's mine though. I'll follow you. Yeah, we'll we get it right now. On TikTok? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. I might need to check that out. <laughs> we'll get we'll get all, all of us the, to follow you. Yeah, plug the Top Hill Podcast TikTok. Hey man, do you <laughs> think you future. can uh get your people from Indy to <laughs> <laughs> I I'll send you their rider, man. They're right. very specific. Sweet. <laughs> Triple our numbers. <laughs> they require three turquoise gems every time. <laughs> <laughs> they may or may I only not know, be goblins. I only know two. <laughs> <three>. <laughs> I only know two turquoise guys named Jim. What <laughs> 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 the hell? Oh, yeah, that was incredible. Uh, uh, really yeah, dude. Yeah. But they they are both colloquially known as turquoise Jim. <laughs> turquoise Jim. <Yeah. gym>. Yeah. <laughs> really nice guys, though. <laughs> <laughs> this has been awesome. Hey! Yay! Right. Oh, oh, yeah. Moving on. This one's empty, but. Yeah, it's a way different sound. It's less satisfying completely yeah, when it's lower empty. Pitch. Try that again, Fiona. That was... Phil did it the best the first time. 
Oh, oh no, 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 wait, sorry. Wait, third time's a charm. A little twist, a little twist. Oh, oh, I think it's because it's empty. It Phil do it. You know he's going to do it with bass. He does wow. it so well. He, he, Pass them that bottle there. Oh, he's oh, okay. turning out. We gotta be able to do it. Yeah. Right. There you go. I was just for more if you want. <laughs> you need more, you know key unlocks. Oh, blade and bow. That's good stuff. It unlocks the sound. Ready? So that that was a gift from our buddy uh, Matt Griffith. Or is oh, it yeah. Griffith or Thank Griffin? you, Matt Griffith. Matt Matt Griffin, man. Griffin. 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 The Griff I'm sorry, Matt. Matt the Griffin. Griffmeister. 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 <laughs> On Instagram. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that was a pretty good one. That was clear. Short cork. Could you yeah. tell? All right, I don't know. <laughs> that's a good sound. You should you should do more ASMR on this podcast. Well, maybe that's where <laughs> we they? get this. That's, really that's a whole nother ASMR. niche that you're not unlocking. Yeah, right we'll now. see what kind of response we get to 30 seconds of cork popping on this. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's more than 30 seconds. Smacking into the mic. <laughs> that's probably what'll be popular, actually. <laughs> Could you hit the mic again? No, 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 no. <laughs> So what does uh Kiana and the Sun Kings have going on right now. What are you guys doing at the moment? Uh, we're doing this podcast called Top Hill. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard of that one? It's yeah. really good. Yeah, actually. It's the best. <laughs> we'll Google it. <laughs> we are uh, set to release two music videos from Ooh. Chrysalis. Right. Um, we recorded those this past November, and we're super stoked to release those. And you all are the first people to hear that the confirmed date for our uh -oh. video uh -oh. release party. Oh. oh my gosh. Earthquake. This is January 22nd. Hey! Hey! January 22nd. Where is that going to be, Kiana? It will be at Gold Bar on Story Avenue in right in Louisville, Kentucky. All right. Your very own. Right. <laughs> now I got to hope this podcast is coming out before the 22nd. <laughs> The 21st, 21st. Oh my God, that is literally perfect. How about that? That's, yeah, that's Music video what? coming out tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> Get your butts down Get there. there. Oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, heck yeah. Kiana, everything has a plan, right? It does indeed, yeah. Okay. We have some music videos coming out from EP1. Then there will be a music video to bridge EP1 and EP2, and that will be sort of the announcement for EP2. So hopefully by um, the spring is when we're projecting to have it out. We'll have EP2 out for your listening enjoyment. <laughs> yes. All right, so Sun Kings, does Kiana just ever shoot from the hip not knowing what she's going to do? No. <laughs> That's a calculated. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen you make a decision that you hadn't at least thought about three to four times. <laughs> no, it's the best decision, though. Yeah. You got to ask him more Kiana questions. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. More Kiana questions. But really, what so are what your podcast Ke influences? You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm flipping the script. <laughs> I, actually, about us. All right, let me answer that. I listen to podcasts constantly. I, I love I, podcasts. See, I... I I don't, maybe it's something about music where if you play music, you don't, I don't listen to, a t I listen to music like I spent the day listening to you guys. I spend the day or the week before the podcast really studying and listening to the people that come on so I can know what's going on. Um, but other than that, I'm listening to podcasts. Yeah. I'm, I love podcasts. Yeah. Uh, I listen I to I spend so much of, time listening to what's recorded in here that <laughs> I don't listen to anything You're else. just satiated. It's, it's a, brutal. too much. Yeah, it's, a, it's just way too much on the brain at that point. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I spent all damn day listening to recorded audio. Yeah. Oh, I just yeah. want to listen to people. I know, I know one thing. I listen to anything Phyllis talks about. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stuff. <laughs> right, what's our topic? New host, maybe? They, uh, yeah, the I quick did. brown give, fox give me, jumps over the lazy dog. Yeah, Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> no, yeah, say Mary had a little lamb. Yeah, that's... But, like, Marie spoken. I'm, I'm had Mary. a little lamb. <laughs> the fleece was white as snow. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Everywhere that Mary went, I'm asleep. No, that lamb was sure oh, to Mary's go. Go. <laughs> oh, my God. Mary's going. Now you have to learn the old Dice Clay uh, version and do it in that same voice. <laughs> exactly like that. Mary had a little Drunken lamb. jersey. I'll be yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know how uh, it'll go over these days, but... <laughs> <laughs> you can tell by all the tangents we've gone on how difficult it is for us to stay on track in rehearsal. Seven oh, no. no. Yeah, like, it's I don't bad. Think Hey, I don't no, it's know. hard. Hey, hold on. Let me, let me translate done. that, guys. 
Hey, let's get back on track here. <laughs> <laughs> this train is, has left the station. Is that what that means, y'all? Is that, is that Kiana for let's let's get this back on? Yeah, yeah. That's a nice you, way of You have figured her sure. out. <laughs> you know why? You know why? Because she's calculated. He's just like her. <laughs> Are you into astrology? What's your sign? Ah, oh, Sagittarius, but I don't know oh, what it means. Yeah, you're a fire sign. I get you. I get you. Okay. <laughs> I'm tapped out Told for you. this part. That's <laughs> <laughs> because you must be a Virgo with me then. <laughs> Actually, I'm a Capricorn. That my, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> Driving to Virgo. Anyways, sorry. I'm a, I'm a Taurus. Nobody asked, but I'm a Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> I used to drive one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It's nice to know about it. I know that means you should never marry another Taurus, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Why would you marry a car? Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> you want to marry the opposite sign from you, which is Scorpio. Okay. Oh, that's the opposite. Yeah, that's 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 like a, the best match. Mm. And both of my previous boyfriends have, or current and previous boyfriends have been Scorpio. So it's kind of like is it working? Well, it did not work working, with the first it's one. Working. Whatever, it didn't work yeah. with the first one, no. But. She's obligated to say it's working. <laughs> Legally speaking, it is working. <laughs> <laughs> it is actually working. We love I'm obligated guys. to inform you that we it finds is out it's not working. <laughs> it turns out we're gonna have to uh, in like you know a couple. Hopefully, not. I hope we don't have to amend this podcast. I've said some stupid shit this podcast. Yeah, we should probably cut some stuff. No, it's great though. No, we're we're having fun. We can cut it. It's fine. Yeah, we can cut it. We can cut anything. We're just having a convo. We're not cutting anything. (laughs) You know why? Because he has to do it. That's why he's like, I'm not sitting here listening to this shit again. All right, we're going to listen to another tune. Sure. And then we're going to let you guys tell our listeners where they can find you on socials and all those places. And then we're going to go out with a full tune. But tell us about True American. Oh, yeah. Um, That was another Daquan one, right? No. Oh, that was you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Ray Keys. <laughs> I sang all the parts into my voice memos and then get, took it to Ray to build. But, like, all of the skeletal parts were me, essentially. And then I think there was a, a full section that you wrote. Well, for, so you're thinking of Release Me. No. True American True was American, the same, too. True American, you had the melody. Mm-hmm. And I did all the chords because I already, already had that chord progression. Oh, yeah. And the... Uh, that was yeah, here. That and was me. And the horn fourths. Because I was like, well, what if we do yeah, like... Yep. What is that? Um, I did that. Maiden Voyage. No, because I remember saying like patriotic fourth. You gave you were me like, descriptive language and then I gave yes, you a horn that's part. What <laughs> that's what I do best. I'm like, I want patriotic fourths. This is what the baseline sounds like. Uh, here's the full melody, you know? So, but that one, True American's my baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I... Uh, <laughs> well, let me ask you this: If that's your baby, we can we can play True American at the end and play Metamorphosis. Now, if you want to hear True American in full, which you want to play? Which one do you want to play in the end of full? Ooh. Well, here I'll I'll let the listeners do their exploring. But True American is a song that I wrote. It was the first time I really used music to catalyze my anger. Mm, cool. um, I was visiting my parents in Carrollton. I was on some break from school, and we happened to see this woman that my mom knew. My mom knows everybody. Small town, you know, la-di-da. She gives me a big old hug, talks about how beautiful I am, how proud of me she is. I don't really know this woman. Um, my I my parents are, uh, my, my mom is black. My dad is white. So, you know, the interracial marriage has been a point of contention in Carrollton, Kentucky's gossip circles. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, this lady greets us and I think nothing of it. She's just some woman my mom works with. And then I'm scrolling through Facebook a couple hours later and see that that very same lady posts some article about how interracial marriage is an abomination. And it's the grossest thing oh, she's wow. ever seen. And how, um, you know, mixed kids should be like, all, she essentially said like all but ethnically cleansed, you know, like it was it was pretty disgusting oh, language. And in that moment, like I was so pissed and I didn't know what to do with it because I don't have very really like emotional conversations with my parents. It's not like I could just go and sort of gush with them. And obviously they have their own traumas that they've had to deal with through their years of marriage. So I started writing lyrics about it. And I thought that it was so strange to see her smile in our faces, you know, just seeing around town. And I said, you know, I literally thought to myself, that kind of hypocrisy, that kind of backstabbing is a truly American uh, 
trait. Mm-hmm. You know, you think about this like false idea of the American dream, right? And really it's built on like oppression and the backs of other people, you know? So yeah. True American was really my like dealing with all of the trauma that had surrounded that I had kind of ignored from my upbringing in Carrollton. It's a heavy, heavy song. Mm-hmm. But um, I tried to make it lighthearted with some, you know, the one of the first things that I heard was that funk element. And I knew that I wanted it to sort of embody a pop song and the way that the structure is, sort of. Um, and how the lyrics kind of tell you that, but the chorus is just like, you know, whoa, whoa, oh, super light, not telling you much. So it's, it's kind of that dichotomy of this is the life I have to live and this is the dealing that I have to do. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. True American. thinking like anytime we're listening to any of our songs we will just scream each other's solos at, at the, the person. top of our lo- yeah. 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 everyone but the person who was soloing will be singing the solo right you looked like you were gonna cry tears of joy the first time a crowd of people outside of the band Trevin sang your solo on cold I ran away 
<laughs> his tail was between his legs. Trent runs away from his feelings. Yeah, I, I couldn't handle it, man. It was too much happiness all in one place. <laughs> at our God. at our release show, it felt the same way. I was like, these people are singing our songs. It was, yeah, they're singing. Like, they know all the lyrics. Yeah, yeah, it was absolutely. That's wild. cool. Yeah. Yeah, um, I tried my best to like, like Trev said, I do use descriptive words more than anything because what I'm trying to get across is like a mood, right? And so uh, I told Harris, I was like, think of Jimi Hendrix playing the national anthem, right? Like you're on this stage and you're you're this important figure in music, but Jimmy was also a black man, anti-establishment that had to like play the anthem for a country that wasn't built for him, right? Mm. So I was like, Think, think about the feeling of that and like emulate that. And it, and it took a few tries, I think, for the solo, but that one in particular, like it's that right, like bittersweet kind of hit. You nailed yeah. it. I'm glad you shared a story of that because you really wouldn't catch that unless you listen to the lyrics really closely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah because it, it sounds like a, such a light, sweet, exactly. yeah. flighty <laughs> song, but it, there's so much weight to it. There's so much more yeah. weight to it. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I... I, I tell the story briefly on stage usually, but sometimes I wonder if people really know like how much emotional output it takes mm. to perform the tune. I've had people with my stuff and Sun King stuff be like, that was a really cute song. And I'm like, go back and listen to the lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it, it feels good, which is what we're going Thanks. for, but yeah. listen to the message. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, yeah. but think about it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the lyrics are also part of the song. Yeah. yeah. That is hard for me, though. Like, I... Can't like it's hard for harder for me to hear lyrics. Same, me too. Yeah, I totally agree they, with that. You know, uh, we talk about that a lot because I'm music first, and, and mm-hmm. I write. I'm a, I write lyrics, but everything to me is is more driven that off feeling. of the tone yeah. and the feel and the. Really, yeah. So oh, the, the the cool part about that is, especially after the explanation, is there is such a divide between what's going on with the music and what you are saying, not necessarily the melody or the tone or anything else. But if you dig into the lyrics and which a lot of great songwriters have the ability to do is you're playing, you're playing the, the, how you grew up. You grew up making this thing seem real light. Like it didn't weigh, like it was just, everything was good. And cause in the music I hear it's, Everything's great. Everything's good. This is this is the shit we're just we're having. This is awesome. But you dig into to really, like you said, draw into the lyrics and listen to what you're oh, saying. Yeah. Just ma- the, the contradiction between the lyrics and the music is almost as important as the lyrics and and where they came from. Mm-hmm. So, and it you. makes me want to go back and listen to the song again right yeah. now. Yeah. Well, good. <laughs> yeah. That's That's lyrics first often if a song is even if a song is great like pop music is a big example of this I love pop music Ariana Grande is is amazing you know like which is shocking to me I had a phase where I was like pop music's not good but (laughs) you know different strokes different levels of appreciation right so um but sometimes the music can be incredible. They've got string samples and a really well thought out like arrangement. But if the lyrics are bad, the the weekend, no diss to no, you, Abel yeah. Tesfaye, but the weekend, sometimes I'm like, who let him say that on this track? You know, like <laughs> Quincy Jones arranged this track for you and you're talking about cocaine? Like, come on, man. <laughs> well, we talk about I was like, are we much better? <laughs> oh, <no>. Sometimes. <laughs> we have become that which we hate. <laughs> yeah. That was Monster. a bad, bad example, perhaps. No, but I get lyrics, it. lyrics always come at me first. It's often hard. Because I, you know, my first thought is like, what, what's the message here? Like, what are you trying to tell me? How am I supposed to feel? Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So for our listeners, why don't you guys tell us that, you know, those of uh, our listeners that are going to want to become Kiana and the Sun King fans now. Where can they find That's you on everybody. your socials? And right. just, yeah. just give us a list. The best place to find us is on Instagram at Sun Kings Jazz. Um, we're also on Facebook at Kiana and the Sun Kings. Both of those we update pretty regularly, put our um, events up and things like that. And on Spotify or your favorite listening platform, you can hear our single and our EP Chrysalis. And you can pre-save our new uh, EP when it is up. There you go. <laughs> go do, do it. not forget, January 22nd. Yeah. That's right. For Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow. Very important. For the Very record, important. it is never 
Kiana A-N-D. It's always Kiana <laughs> ampersand Kiana and the Sun Kings. K-I-A-N-A. Boy, do I know that. <laughs> it's not just you sometimes. It's, it's People, it's like Kiana A-N-D. It's like, I don't know who that band is. Don't know that. <laughs> it's so That's convenient. Not us. It's so convenient us. because years ago, I got a nice like sleep shirt that for whatever reason had an ampersand on it. Love it. I've had that thing for years, well before I was even part of this band. You need and to then now it's like, it. oh, and now I have this band that very is very intently like the ampersand is important. It's meant part to of be. The brand. And I've just, just got a shirt that just has an ampersand on it. I've right. had it forever. And it's like, oh, this really matters now. See, even right. the universe was telling Philip he was going to be in this band. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to go out with uh, Metamorphosis. Tell us about Metamorphosis. Harris. So this was actually a song that I wrote in college. I wrote it for my senior recital that hey. I had going on. And uh, I originally wrote it kind of taking influence from, from Herbie Hancock. And there's this Herbie Hancock <laughs> tune called Butterfly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the groans begin. So you you got to tell us about what you were going to name it, too. <laughs> so the Herbie Hancock song is called Butterfly, right? And it's kind of this slow, vibing, grooving kind of song. And originally, Metamorphosis was kind of the same way. So I thought, what's in the same vein as a butterfly? What about a caterpillar? So Caterp I wanted to call it Caterpillar. Caterpillar. And I, I still think that is the great. best name for the song. It's a great, like, premise But none of these assholes title. believe me. <laughs> so when I wrote the lyrics, because he told me it was sort of the, because Harris did have the fully fleshed out idea for this one. Chords, melody, everything. Um, with the exception of the horn parts, I believe. And uh, Trev so I, writes Trev, all the horns. He's got that. Yeah, Trev, 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 and, <laughs> yeah, Trev and Matt are now starting to do some collabs, but yeah. Um, and so I was like, okay, I'm thinking about change. I'm thinking about what a caterpillar goes through to become a butterfly, thinking about Herbie Hancock. And so I wrote the lyrics and I was like, Harris, babe, we can't call this song Caterpillar. I was like, we're going to call it Metamorphosis, okay? <laughs> and on that day, his dreams were crushed. <laughs> Harris has a series of. Name choices. We got Caterpillar. We got Purple Mustard. Yeah. <laughs> With the day the wind dies. That's one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. That's one. I like that one. That still hasn't yeah. been a that song That sounds yet. like a fart joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to fall back in this chair. <laughs> That's a great song title. Uh, so I think the uh, what you have of Metamorphosis <laughs> is our studio version. This one features Zach Kennedy on drums. Um, and it was our first single we ever released. Oh, All cool. Right. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us the last hour or so talking, and we're going to have some fun doing some one-shots now. Oh, hey, yeah. Thanks for having us. So oh, yeah. fun. Absolutely. Thank you. It's been awesome. Those days are gone. Feels like a long